Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Let your glory be revealed today. Let your glory be revealed in my life today. Um, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are good. You are true. You are loving. You are kind. And we thank you. And we bless you and we magnify you and we praise you, Lord God, for you are good. Thank you, Father. There we go. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you for protection. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. 
Thank you for how well you care for us without a shadow of a doubt. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We bless you, we praise you, we magnify you. We glorify you, Father God. Thank you, thank you. Good morning. Just thank God. Thank you. You don't have to have like, um, sometimes it, it helps, but you don't have to have like words in a music, right? To invoke your thanks or for you to bless God or for you to praise God. We're just going to bless the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We glorify you, Lord God. We thank you, King of Kings. You are ruler of everything. You are our ruler. You are our ruler. You are our strength. You are our joy. My God, I thank you, Lord. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We bless you. We magnify you, Lord God. We magnify you, Lord God. We magnify you, Lord God. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. <laughs> oh, magnify the Lord with me. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. My God. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. My God. We magnify you, Lord God. We magnify you, Lord God. Father, we just trust you with every circumstance, with every situation, with every presenting problem, with every presenting issue, because we know, Father God, you are greater. You are greater. You are more magnificent, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, as we learn you as good shepherd this morning, that our eyes are open, that you've given us ears to hear, Lord God. And we take our absolute resolve in who you are. My God, we take our absolute resolve. We we trust you this morning, Lord God, like never before. We take our absolute resolve in who you are. Today is the day that we resolve you are king. Today is the day that we resolve you are Lord. Today is the day that we resolve you are just and you are true and that you will never leave us and you will never forsake us. My God, we absolutely, like this is an absolute, this isn't, wavering. This isn't me and I can't make a decision or a choice. We absolutely know. We resolve today that you love us. We resolve today that you'll never leave us, that you'll never forsake us. We resolve today that you have not forgotten about us. My God, you got to make, who is he to you? Who is, see, you got to know who he is to you when the world keeps presenting you with all these different opportunities, when the world keeps saying all of these other things to you, you got to, who is he to you? Who is he? Who is he? Is he your king? Is he your Lord? Is he your father? Is he sovereign? Is he just? Is he true? Who is he to you? See, when you know like my friends know who I am, right? They know who I am to them. They know how much um, I love them. I know who they are to me. 
I don't have to worry about whether or not we, they, these my girls or not. I, I don't have to have, there's not a doubt in my mind or my head that these are my girls. Like these are my girls that they are down. They are down. They will go to war. I can trust them with my children. I can trust them with my life. Like I know that, right? I know that. And I stand in that and I trust that. And so the same thing has to be for you. Like you got to get a resolve about who he is. Because if you get an unwavering resolve about who he is, nothing else can present to you any other truth. He is good. He is good. He is good to Lakeisha. He is good. He is good to Lakeisha. He is faithful to show up even when I like when I don't show up. Even he is consistent to Lakeisha. My God, everything he's told me, every everything he's told me like everything he's told me he's kept me he's kept my mind he's kept my son he's kept me from danger seen and unseen he is my protector he is my provider he is sovereign he is my healer he is my way maker you gotta have like you gotta let that begin to burn on the inside of you so that the enemy cannot lie to you and tell you that God doesn't have you he has you my God he he has you you gotta rest in that you gotta trust that you gotta you gotta be you gotta be solid in that you gotta be solid in the fact that he is God you you gotta be solid in the fact that he is true you gotta be solid in the fact that he will he's never gonna leave you that he's always gonna provide a way of escape yeah Jeanette we gotta get solid like we gotta get solid no matter like like the doctor's report we gotta get solid no matter the credit report we gotta get solid no matter the makes the mistakes we made like Shamika we gotta get a grading understanding. We got to get that resolve. We got to write it up, right? We got to write it up. We got to plant it on our heart. We've got to make sure that we're there because that's how you get a firm grip. And once you have a grip at that capacity, nothing will shake you. Like nothing can come in and shake you. Nothing can come in and move you. Nothing can come in and present. No, even if it looks like it takes a long time, right? Even when the enemy is trying to rush you and push you into a position and a place and he's trying to rush you to make a decision or he's trying to rush you into something that you have no business, you can simply say to him, no, 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 no. Here's what I know. I'm not going to be in a rush. They that wait upon the Lord, Lakeisha, that waits upon the Lord, right? Shall renew her strength. She's going to mount upon wings like eagles. She's going to run and not get weary. She's going to walk and not faint. And so I'm going to wait on him. I'm, I'm going to wait on him. I'm going to wait. I'm absolutely going to wait on him. So devil, you're not going to rush me into more debt. Devil, you're not going to rush me into a circumstance or a situation that doesn't honor him. Devil, you're not going to rush me into a relationship that 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 does not honor him. You're not going to force me to feel any other way than good about God. That, that, my God, this, this is, it's, can I tell you something? It's time for us to live it out. It's not time for, it's time for us. Like it's time, it's the season for us to live it out. Like we got to live it out. No more just saying it. No more just pretending it. Today has to be the day that we make the decision. You know what? I'm going to start living this word out. My God, I'm going to start trusting this word. Why? Because I'm getting a mental image in my head of who he is to me. 
who this God is, who this God is. And I know for a fact, greater is he, you know, when we are, oh, I just got this stronghold. I just got this thing that I can't get out of me. No, I can get rid of it. <laughs> I can let go of it. I can move on from it. And the reason that I can get rid of it and move on from it is because greater is he that is in me, that is he that is in the world. And so if greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, that makes me more than an overcomer. That makes me more than an overcomer. That, 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 that positions me differently. That looks differently. My God. So if I understand that he supplies every last one of my need, then I won't go get provision any other way. Then if my job decides and makes a decision that they will fire me tomorrow, I'm not getting ready to sweat, right? I'm not getting ready to be overwhelmed. I'm not getting ready to be consumed because I know him to be provider. I don't, I go to work, I show up, I give my, submit my gifts and I submit my talents and then God does the rest. The only reason I have this job is because of job, God. That's why I got to know who he is, right? That's why I got to know when I'm in my single season and I'm walking by myself, right? I got to know that Genesis 2 and 18 says, I did not create, I cannot leave man alone. I'm not creating man to be alone. He needs a suitable helper. And so in just the season, in just the time, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to become a suitable helper. Or if I'm a man, you're going to send me my suitable helper. And so then I don't rush to get in any relationship that does not honor God. I don't, I don't rush to get into any relationship. I don't rush to get into any circumstance. I don't rush to be in any situation that's not going to honor God. I, I understand that marriage is assignment. And then I spend my time becoming a wife. I spend my time becoming a husband. If I'm a husband, I'm getting healed. I'm awakened to my purpose. Why? Because I understand he's God and I'm not going to rush myself. So Lord God, I thank you for who you are to me. I thank you for who, who you are to me. That's it, Jeanette. That, that's got to be the revelation. You just said it, woman of God. Like, you just said it, woman of God. We are not, I'm tired. We are two back and forth, tossed to and fro, lukewarm in the middle, not absolutely resolved, emotions up and down, all over the place. My God, mind torn. My God, and he is still your God. So, Father God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Father God, that we rightly divide the word today. We thank you, Father God, that you are our present help in any trouble that we are in, that you always provide a way of escape, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for clarity and concision and preciseness today. And we drive out every force of darkness, every demon, every devil in hell that tries to come our way today, Lord God, that tries to get us to lean into our own understanding, Lord God, that tries to get us to focus on anything else but you. Nope, we're casting all our cares to you. This morning, we're bringing them all to you. It does not matter what it is. We're bringing all our cares to you this morning. My God, put the marriages on the altar this morning and don't pick them back up. Put the finances on the altar this morning and don't pick them up. Put the children on the altar this morning and do not pick them back up. Put that supervisor at work this morning on the altar and do not pick it back up. Whatever circumstance in your situation, 
We laying them down this morning. You are greater than these circumstances. You told us to bring all our cares to you because you care for us. You told us to cast everything on you because your yoke is easy and your burden is light. And if your yoke is easy and your burden is light, then I don't have any reason being heavy and burdened. And there is no stronghold, ain't no cigarette smoke. Ain't no drugs, ain't no weed, ain't no sex. Whatever the stronghold has been in my life, there is no stronghold that can overcome me because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And so if that's you, today is the day that I'm walking away from smoking cigarettes. My God, today is the day that I'm walking away from alcohol. Whatever that is that's been holding you, whatever that is that's had you bound, whatever that is that's had you consumed, whatever that is that has had you overwhelmed, whatever that is that has you caught up, now today I'm leaving that at the altar too because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world and I don't have to live another day like this I bind to every principality every trap every say trap everything that's been lying to me everything that's been confusing me everything that's had me in a place thinking God couldn't deliver me and I receive my deliverance now today in the name of Jesus my God say you have no authority here you are no longer allowed to speak to us about our past or speak to us about you have no you cannot reside in my house you cannot reside in my ear you cannot reside in my thoughts because I belong to God for he was already bruised for my iniquities he was already chastised for my peace and by his strength he was wounded for my transgressions he was already wounded for these transgressions so I'm not going to pay the penalty for my past when Jesus has already paid the penalty for me So I bind my mind to the mind of Christ because you already told me whatever is bound on heaven will be, whatever is bound on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever is loose on earth will be loose in heaven. So today I bind my mind to the mind of Christ and I bind my will to the will of God and I loose every satanic trap, plot, and ploy that has been trying to come against my life and I present myself, Father God, to you today as a living sacrifice, one who is pleasing one who is worthy, my God. Now, Heavenly Father, show us your glory. Reveal to your, us your glory. Let miracle signs and wonders be evident in our life and on this devotional today, my God. Let us be seated in heavenly places, Lord God. Let us walk into the authority that's given, us, given to us in Christ Jesus. Let us lay hands on the sick. Let us cast out demons. My God, let us tra tread on serpents. Let us not be fearful, for you did not give us a spirit of fear. Fear did not come from you. You did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. So we thank you, Father God. Today we operate in a sound mind. We will no longer be tossed to and fro. We anchor ourselves in you and your word today. Let your word lead us and guide us. Let the words of our mouth, the meditation of our heart be acceptable our sight. And that goes for our sons and our daughters. We lift them up before you today, Lord God. We know, Father God, that greater is you that is in them, Lord God. And so we trust you, Holy Spirit, that you will lead them from temptation, that you will lead them from ungodly relationships. And we thank you, Father God, for your holiness. And we thank you, Father God, for your peace. And we thank you for your truth. And we thank you for provision. Father, we thank you today. We understand that we lack nothing, that you are giving seed to the sower, that more fruit is abounding to our account so that we can give more and do more for you. Father God, lead and guide us, <laughs> lead and guide us, lead us, lead us and guide us in every way. In Jesus name. Amen. My God.
My God, my God. You got to, can, can you, my God, ain't he something, Shamika? Ain't he something how he just show up? Like, ain't he something, ain't he something, my God. Ain't he something, somehow he just show up, how he just, how he just comes right in, how he speaks into our hearts daily, how he meets us right here in the same place at the same time. My God, thank you, Lord, for our daily bread and our reasonable portion. You don't have absolutely nothing to be worried about. You already cast your kids. So when you get off this devotional and the enemy tries to remind you of something that you already dealt with, you're going to simply say to him, no, I already left that at the altar. I left that at the altar. And I'm walking in the fullness of who he called me to be in Christ Jesus. That is my absolute resolve today. And this is going to be the best day yet. <sighs> Can I say that, Lord? And I'm going to be so blessed because I'm already blessed. And I'm walking in the fullness of the blessings, my God. And I'm going to be in health because health is my reasonable portion. All anxiety is gone now in the name of Jesus. My God, show yourself strong. Daddy, let me get out your way. Blow my mind. Knock my socks off. Bless me indeed. Enlarge my capacity. Let favor go before me and be my rear guard. I'm going to start talking like kingdom. I'm going to start talking like I live from a place of victory. My God, let me give you this today. I, I said I wasn't even praying that long today. Father God, we thank you for your presence. Remember, we are still learning God to be the shep be shepherd. Like we are still learning him to be shepherd, right? Lord, and I thank you we will steward the blessings when you give them to us as you are blessing us and as you are increasing us, Lord God, that we will not be wasteful. We will not operate in a poverty mindset. We will not, we will not, we will not, we will not be impoverished. We will not store stuff, stuff up just for ourselves. Lord God, we thank you. Your perfect will is done. So remember, we're not even, we are, the Lord is our shepherd. Um, remember, we're still kind of on the first, second verse. And then God keeps inserting himself in other places so that we understand what it looks like for him to be shepherd. So when we went back into the Lord is my shepherd to feed and guide me. And then we read Ezekiel 34, 11 and 31. And we learned how to define God as shepherd, right? We looked and God showed us what it was like for him to be shepherd. If you have not been here, you can go back and get these scriptures. And so as we begin to learn him as shepherd, we understand that as the good shepherd, he leads us, he provides for us, he guides us. And the next part of this verse that we're going to get into is how he makes us lie down in green pastures, right? And, and, and besides the still waters, and we understand that when he makes us, he's constraining us, he's positioning us, he's giving us what we don't even know he needs. He also, um, he also tests us. I want to read something to you out of Genesis 22, and I'm going to be reading to you at the message Bible. And we see Abraham and he has cut covenant with God. He is not just Abram anymore. He was Abram. When he cut covenant with God, he became Abraham. He became of God. So now that he has cut covenant with God, he is of God, right? And we know that Abraham, we are the seed of Abraham. You got to get revelation. Anytime we go to, uh, to Abraham and we read Abraham, we are the seed of Abraham, right? And so this covenant promise that was cut with Abraham belongs to us as well. So I got to get a revelation that these level of blessings are belong in my life. I got to get a revelation that what God was saying to Abraham and to Sarah, he was saying to me as well. Right. And so the 22nd verse is after this is after um, after Sarah becomes pregnant 
with um, Isaac. This is after she becomes pregnant with him. This is the promise. My God, this is the promise. And can I tell you something? And, and they already had Ishmael and they already tried to do things on their own. And they already they already tried to lead the situation and not lead, let God lead the situation because they thought they were running out of time. But can I tell you something? You are never running out of time when God has given you a promise. Oh, I feel the power of God. I don't have to jump. I don't have to yell. I don't have to shout. I don't have to run. But I feel the power of God. You are never, you are never, never running out of, can, can, can I just prophesy to you this morning? The marriage, it's not too late for the marriage. Can I just speak? Can I just speak to your spirit this morning? Can I speak to you? Can I speak to your soul? Because your spirit knows this. It's your soul that's been lacking in this area. It's your soul that's been anxious in this area. Can I just prophesy to you for just a second? Can I just speak over you? So this tells me, this tells me what happened with Sarah and Abraham in their old age. It tells me that the marriage is not too late. It tells me, Shamika, that it's not too late for the marriage. It's not too late for the marriage to be healed. It's not too late for the marriage to be worked out. It's not too late for the marriage. Whatever God promised you, whatever the covenant promise was from God, it's not too late. It's never too late. God's promises are yes and amen. God does not stall. But perhaps in the waiting, we have to learn to be more patient. Perhaps in the waiting, we learn have to learn to be processed out. You don't know why the marriage hasn't happened yet. It's probably not happened, so you don't mess it up. Or that he doesn't mess it up, right? We want to do things in our flesh. We want to do things according to this world's standard. So we, we want to do things on according to God's timing. And God is like, I don't ever run out of time. Every promise that I need to give, you need to give birth to is yes and amen. I am not, I do not run out of time. I do not forsake you. I do not leave you. I do not forget about you. But I do know that in our patience, sometimes we create delays. It's not too late for you to walk in your purpose. It's not too late for you to walk in the fullness of who you can. He's never delayed. He's always persistent. He's always consistent. It's us. and It's us. It's us. We either get lazy. That's it. We either get lazy or um, we don't we don't honor him. We don't obey the things that he asks us to do. He tells us to wait. We won't wait. He tells us to be quiet. We won't be quiet. He tells us to go. We won't go. He tells us to sow. We won't sow. Like, or whatever it is, it's never him that's in those de delays. I was talking to my goddaughter last night and she was like, mom, the children of Israel were only supposed to be in the wilderness for 11 days and 11 days turned into 40 years. All the murmuring, all the complaining, they forgot, they forgot, they asked to be delivered, God delivered them. They forgot they had just been delivered. They didn't understand that in the wilderness, their clothes weren't running out. They didn't understand in the wilderness that they had absolutely everything they need. They were murmuring, they were complaining, and their murmuring and complaining was causing them to go around in the same circle again and again. So when we see God at this point in this, in this test, in this position, and, and I truly believe that God does test us. I truly believe, not that kind of test, but God does wait to see where we are before he hands us something. My God, and even if God gives us something, sometimes God just stands back to see what we will do with what he's given us, what, what we've been praying for. I just truly believe that. I know there have been moments and times when God has told me, don't touch this. I'm trying to prove to you, oh my God, 
Do not touch this. Like, do not touch this. Don't put your hands on this. Stay away from this. This is not something you need to be involved in, right? And me with my little, I thought I knew better than self, right? Would go and do it anyway. I'm just going to be real. Would go, would go and do it anyway. And then calamity would strike and something crazy would manifest. And he said, I told you not to touch this. Like, I told you. See, most people don't see that as a test from God. I told you not to touch this. Like I said, I told you not to touch that. I told you, I told you not to touch this. I told you not to be involved in this. I told you to wait on me. I told you don't launch that business too soon. I told you don't get into that relationship. I told you don't, don't enter into those friendships. I told you that. I told you don't be involved in this. I told you I had you. I told you I would provide for you. I told you it would come, come in space exactly when it needed to. So in the 22nd verse, we see it says, after all this, God tested Abraham after the promise, after Isaac, after he told him he was going to bring him in to the land of plenty. My God. Right? After, he says, after all this, God tested Abraham. God said, Abraham. Yes, answered Abraham. He said, I'm listening. Forgive me, Father. He said, take your dear son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I'll point out to you. I love this. Right? I love this. His prized possession. What he had been believing God for for so long, God says, turn, turns around and says, I need you to give him back to me. His most, did you, his most prized possession, his most prized possession, the thing that he was holding on thing to, the thing that he wanted for so long, the thing that he dug, dug deep in his heart for, the thing he probably fasted over, the thing he probably um, believed God for, my God, this thing, this, this thing, this thing that he believed for. He said, take your dear son, Isaac, whom you love, go to the land of Moriah. Moriah means the land of inspection. Oh, there's so much weight in this. Remember, we're learning God as a shepherd, right? We're learning, we, Lord, shepherd me. Lord, you're the good shepherd. And when we say good, when we say God is the good shepherd, we're not saying God is the good shepherd just for provision. We're saying, when I say you're going to shepherd me, when I recognize you as the good shepherd, that you're going to lead me all the days of my life, my God. So he says, take your dear son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I'll point out to you. On one of the mountains that I'll point out to you. So still in there, God is the shepherd. He's telling them this. Abraham got up early in the morning and saddled his donkey. He took two of his young servants and his young son, son Isaac. It does not say he questioned. It does not say he screamed out, yelled, why God, why me? Doesn't say he did absolutely any of that. It says Abraham got up at the point of the directions. My God, at the point of directions, it says Abram got up, right? Yeah, the thing he prayed about, he said, I got, Abraham got up. He got up early in the morning. He saddled his donkey. He took two of his young servants and he took his son, Isaac, right? He got up. It said he followed the instructions, right? He, he followed the instructions. He said he had split wood for burnt offering. He set out for the place God had directed him. He said, oh, you got to hear key words in here. He didn't set out into his own directions. He didn't run from God. He didn't hide from God. He didn't run from the assignment. He didn't run from his purpose. He didn't decide that this isn't truly what God said. He took God as his, at his word. He said, for the place God had directed him. On the third day, he looked up and saw the place in the distance. Abraham told his two young servants, stay here to the donkey. The boy and I are going over there to worship. Then we'll come back to you. Oh, it's some faith being released in here tonight. It's some faith being released in here tonight. 
It's some faith, Lord, 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 Lord. It's some faith. It's some faith being released in here tonight, Father. It's some faith. We thank you, Father. See, there's something significant in here that we miss from time to time, right? He told them, he said, even though the Lord had told him to sacrifice him, even though the Lord had told him to give him up, even though the Lord told him, I need you to bring him to me. We're going to put him on the altar. Abraham took his language was language of faith, even though it looked like he was going to the place where Isaac was about to die, Abraham had faith in his language. Abraham had faith in his spirit. Abraham had faith in it. So he says to the servants, stay here with the donkey. My God, the boy and I are going over there to worship. Then we'll come back to you. My God, he was, see, Abraham knew that God was a God that he shouldn't lie. Abraham knew that Abraham knew that God had already told him Isaac was his heir. Abraham knew Abraham had a solid resolve that even if you're asking me for this, even if you're asking me to sacrifice this, even if you're asking me to give this up for you, he knew that God had the capacity and the ability to raise Isaac up. My God, will you trust him? Like, will you really trust him? Will you really? Now, remember, you said he's the shepherd. He knew God. See, we always think of God from the position Jehovah Jireh he provides for me Jehovah Jireh provide Jehovah Jireh he's also healer in that my God yeah he took a stance he says we're gonna come back he took a stance he could come back he knew God couldn't change his mind he knew God would lie yeah he was established in the relationship of who God is so he said Abraham took the wood for the burnt of offering and gave it to Isaac his son to carry he carried the flint and the knife and the two of them went together. And this is what I love because Isaac is walking with his father, right? He says, Isaac said to Abraham, his father, yes, my son, we have flint and wood, but where's the sheep for the burnt offering? Abraham, Abraham said, son, God will see to it that there's a sheep for the burnt offering. God will see to it that we have absolutely everything we need. God will see to it. See, he wasn't just recognizing him as provider. My God, financially, he was also recognizing him as provider, as healer. He said, they arrived at the place to which God had directed him. Abraham built an altar. He laid out the wood. Then he tied up Isaac and laid him on the wood. Abraham reached out and took the knife to kill his son. Just then, an angel of God called to him out of heaven. Abraham, Abraham. This is, this is, this is, how, this is another point of how powerful this is. Abraham said, yes, I'm listening. See, to be shepherded by God, your ear has to be keen to him. My God, to be shepherded by God, your ear has to be keen to kingdom. Your ear has to know when kingdom is speaking. Your ear, see, can I tell you something? Judah was giving me a lesson the other day and he didn't even recognize it. He says, mother, do you know that shepherds are usually young because there's a softness to their voice? And even when male shepherds grow up, usually young girl shepherds if there's no boys, young girls will then go and shepherd the sheep because the sheep are used to a small, still, soft voice. Sheep can't be around a lot of noise. Sheep can't be where they never have to yell at them. He said, so mom, he said, when, when sheep are being shepherded, they're shepherded by somebody with a soft, small voice. 
That's the voice that they respond to. That's the voice that they tune into, right? That that's the voice. That's the voice that they tune into. So he says, yes. He says, Abraham, Abram. He says, yes, I'm listening. He says, don't lay a hand on the boy. Don't touch him. Now I know how fearlessly you fear God. You didn't hesitate to place your son, your dear son on the altar for me. You didn't hesitate to give me back the thing that you have been believing for. You didn't hesitate to lay your ministry down before me, Lakeisha. You didn't hesitate to lay, lay your life down before me. You didn't hesitate to put the marriage on the altar before me and, be, and determine that this isn't your marriage. This is my marriage. You didn't hesitate to lay down the purpose. You didn't hesitate, Yara, to sit and wait until it manifested. You didn't, have, you didn't hesitate. He said, you didn't hesitate. There was no hesitation. Can I go back? It says Abraham got up early in the morning and saddled his donkey. There was no hesitation. There was, there was no delay. You didn't hesitate. You didn't hesitate to follow my instructions. You didn't hesitate to obey me. You didn't hesitate at all. You made a decision that I'm all for God. You made a decision that I was going to shepherd you when it was good and when it was bad. You made a decision that you, you was, I was going to shepherd you even if it looked like it wasn't manifesting. You made a decision that you weren't going to murmur and complain. You made, you didn't, you made a decision that you weren't going to ask me why you made a decision that you were not going to question my allegiance to you 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 made a decision that you were not going to question whether or not I love you you made a decision whether or not you were going to question whether or not I would provide for you you made a decision that I was still your God even in the most unforeseen circumstance even in the bleakest of situations, you made a decision that you would obey me. You made a decision that you would follow me. You made a decision that I was first. You made a decision that you could walk away from whatever situation if it didn't prove that I was your God. You made a decision that you would leave the job. You made a decision that you would, you would love me greater than you love the marriage. You made a decision. You made a decision. You made a decision, you, that you will follow me all the days of your life. You made a, de you made a decision. <laughs> you made a decision. That's what he said. He says, yes, I'm listening. He says, he said, Abraham looked up. He saw, he said, now I know how fearlessly you fear God. You didn't hesitate to place your son, your dear son on the altar for me. Abraham looked up. He saw a ram caught by its horns in the thicket. Abraham took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. Abraham named the place God Yira or God Jehovah Jireh, as we say it. And what it means is God sees to it. God, God sees to it. He said God sees to it. He God sees to it. No matter the situation, no matter the flame, no matter the smoke, my God, no matter if you're like Daniel, no matter if you're like Daniel in the lion's den, no matter if you're like uh, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego in the heat of the fire, no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, I made a decision. He made a decision. And he named the place God sees to it. This is where we get the, th that's where we get the saying on the mountain of God, he sees to it. Remember, he likes to hide us in his mountain. Remember, he likes to hide us in the secret place of the most high. He named the place God sees to it. The angel of God spoke from heaven a second time to Abraham. And he said, I swear. Oh, it's deliverance in this. I swear God's sure word because you have gone through with this. And have whatever your this is, because you have gone through with this, 
Because you have made a decision to follow me no matter what. Because you have made a decision, I'm for God. Oh, I will walk away from any relationship that does not honor you. I will walk, walk away from any situation that does not honor you. I will not be yoked up to anybody that will not bring you glory. I will not date I, I will not, I will not be involved in relationships just for the sake of being relationships. I'm going to honor you with my temple. I'm going to honor you with my body. When you made that decision, when you made the decision, I'm going to walk, I'm going to stand still. I'm going to be pure before you. I'm going to be holy. I'm going to be blameless. I'm going to do this for you, God. God, sure where he says, because you've gone through with this and have not refused to give me your son, your dear son, your dear son, I'll bless you. He said, because you honor me, Yara, I'll bless you. Oh, how I'll bless you. And I'll make sure that your children flourish <laughs> because you made the sacrifice, because you walked away from your job and walked into full-time ministry, Lakeisha, and you never really questioned whether or not I would provide for you. My God, and even when you created an Ishmael in your life, you repented and I restored you because you made the decision and you were all for me and nothing because you made the decision that it's your way or no other way because you made that decision. He says, I'll bless you. Oh, how I'll bless you. And I'll make sure that your children flourish like stars in the sky like sands on the beaches and your descendants will defeat their enemies. All nations on earth will find themselves blessed through your descendants because you obeyed me. Your obedience, you obeyed me because you made. So I don't have to spend time worrying about my children. I just got to get in a position and obey you. And you're going to take care of my descendants. Remember the scripture you gave us yesterday? Then Abraham went back to his young servants. <laughs> they got things together and returned to Beersheba. And Abraham settled down in Beersheba. What a mighty God we serve. <laughs> because you make the decision to obey me. See, that's what shepherding looks like. Shepherding isn't just when it looks beautiful. Shepherding is isn't just by the still waters. Shepherding isn't just when, when it's glorious and when the sky looks great. That's not what true shepherding is. Shepherding means I will, I will trust you even in the thick of it. I will trust you when my account is low. I will trust you when it does not make sense. I will trust you when you ask me to come out of situations. I will trust you when you tell me not this job, but this job, even though this job may look like a lower salary. I will trust you when you ask me to wait on you. I will trust you no matter what. Why? Because you are still my God. That's it. That, that's, that, that's it. Why? Because you are still my, my God. There's a flow to this. Why? That's why, that's why when the Lord was speaking to us earlier and said, you got to get a real revelation of who I, even when it hurts, even when it's painful, even when it doesn't make sense, I'm going to trust you because you are still my God. Even when I see the smoke, even when I see the fire, even when the doctor's report doesn't look good, I'm not going to murmur. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to get up. I'm going to obey you. I'm going to keep preaching the word of God. My God. My God, even when you see other people around you getting blessed, even when you see people buying houses, my God, you, I, 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 made, I made a commitment to you. I'm not going to get in debt. I'm going to live a debt-free life. I'm going to wait on you, God. Even, I'm going to wait on you. I'm not going to create an Ishmael. I'm going to trust that you are still my God. And this is the place that God will see to it. <laughs> this is the place that God will see to it. 
This is the place. That ought to be your declaration today. This is the moment. This is the minute. This is the hour. This is the place that God will see to it. This is the place that the doors are being opened. This is the place that he's providing me a ram in the bush. This is the place, my God. This is the place when when you will see to it. This is the place. This is the place. This is the hour. This is the minute when God will see to it because you are my God. And you said you would never leave me. And you said you would never forsake me. My God, Father God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Father God, for this is the place that you would see to it. Father, forgive us if we've complained. Forgive us if we've not obeyed. Forgive us if we've not walked into the fullness of what you said. My God, I thank you, Lord God. There will be no more delays because we are responding quickly. Father God, we thank you for providing us with opportunities to serve you, to glorify you. We thank you, Father God, that you are getting the glory out of our lives. And this is the place where you will see to it and we will never be the same again. We trust you, Lord God, to be provider for not just our finances, Father God, but whatever the need is for you shall supply all our needs according to your riches and glory. Now, if you have not accepted him in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that is the first place. That is the point of connection. You have got to learn you. That's the first decision that you make. You know what, Lord? Today, I'm going to I'm going to make you I'm going to make the decision that you are Lord and Savior in my life today. Lord, you know what? I'm going to make the decision. I'm going to give my heart over to you. My God, I'm not going to lean into my own understanding In all my ways. I'm going to acknowledge you and I'm going to allow you to direct my path. And I'm going to simply do that by accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Jesus, I'm asking you. I'm a sinner. <laughs> I'm in need of a savior. That's all you got to say. I'm asking you to come into my life and take over my life. I'm giving my heart to you. Lord, I want to learn you as the good shepherd. Holy Spirit, I need you. And if you repeat it, if you've you've said that, then all I need you to do is send me an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And let me, let me disciple you. My God, Lord, let your glory be gotten out of every day of our life. Now, If the Lord speaks to you (laughs) and tells you to partner with this ministry, will you go over to the website? Will you consider partnering with us? You can find out all the ways that we use your partnership. Feed the Streets, Drew Projects, my God, everything that we're doing with the money that you you send in. Will you consider partnering with us? You can also cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. My God, may more fruit abound to your account. (laughs) May more fruit abound to your account. May God liberally supply all your needs according to his riches of glory, because that's your promise. I thank you, Lord God, that the devourer is rebuked for our sake, and we're walking into the fullness of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Open the eyes of our understanding. May fresh winds blow on you today. May fresh winds blow on you today. And may the just live by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. i see y'all back here in the morning. Ladies, Bible study. Invite somebody in. Invite somebody in. Invite somebody in. Ladies Bible study tonight. You can either do it via Zoom or our group. I'm so excited about the word. We're ending this book tonight. We're going to let God finalize this process with us as we've been on this journey learning about our relationships. So we're ending this book tonight. Y'all pray for me. I'm praying for y'all. I see you. My God, may you discover God like never before. May you discover him like never before. I love you so much, but more than anything, God loves you. 
I need you to do me a favor today. Go be loved today. Can y'all go be bless somebody today? Be a blessing to somebody today. Don't hold your blessings to yourself. Don't be like, Lakeisha, I blessed somebody yesterday. No, bless somebody today. Do you know if you become a habitual blesser, you're going to become a habitual receiver? If you're in a habitual habit of blessing people, you're going to be a, a habitual. God's going to begin to recognize you as a conduit for the kingdom. And he's going to be able to put things in your hands because he knows that you're going to give them back out. Lord God, I thank you that you are glorious. I'll see y'all in the morning at 5 a.m. Ladies, I'll see you tonight at Bible study. Love, peace, and blessings. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.